quedo con esos ratitos en lo que me dio una sonrisa Hay días arriba, días abajo, días son los que te desestabiliza Pero yo me quedo con, con lo que vino a visitarme la dicha Porque la vida es un regalo, yo, yo, yo. Es un regalo que se aprovecha, por eso hay que vivir Buenas noches, estás escuchando Charla Comunitaria Esta es Aurea Ortiz Good evening, you're listening to Charla Comunitaria. This is Audi Ortiz. Today we have a super, super episode, and we have two wonderful ladies from Bethlehem, and we're going to be talking about this wonderful project that is that City of Bethlehem is engaging in, and we want also to know your opinion. So after we finish our program, we are going to give you um, feedback Uh, and address and email information so you will be sending us your opinion on the community center on the south side of Bethlehem. The idea, virtual or brick? What do you think? Now, I have here with me an honor, Sarah Satulo. Sarah works with the city of Bethlehem. And before any title that I uh, that she's going to be able to present herself, uh, but I want to know more, and you want to know more about Sarah here in Charla as the human being that she is. And voy a, a hablar con ustedes, estoy aquí hablando eh, sobre la posibilidad de construir en Bethlehem un centro comunitario virtual o real. Un, eh, dígame usted. ¿Cómo vamos a crear nosotros este centro comunitario con todas las distintas agencias que nos sirven? ¿Cómo ustedes creen? Ustedes van a ser parte de esto. Ustedes son los que lo van a crear. Y tenemos aquí hoy con nosotros a Sara Satulo, eh, que ella es de la ciudad de Bethlehem. Y ella va entonces a estar hablando con nosotros. También tenemos a Donna Tagger, que ella también está envuelta en con la comunidad en ver cuáles son las ideas que tienen las comunidades. And we also have with us Donna Tagger, that she is looking for those voices in the community, all the agencies there. And she's also going to talk to us about, but we're also going to learn about her. Sarah Satulo, welcome to Charla Comunitaria. Thank you for having me. Um, it's really an honor. Uh, I myself have lived in the city of Bethlehem since 2006. I'm a Philadelphia transplant, but I like to say, you know, Bethlehem is my chosen home. Um, it's where I am raising my family, actually around the corner from Donna's son, because uh, Bethlehem is a fun, small community. And before I started working for the city of Bethlehem in 2022, I was a local journalist covering the city of Bethlehem and the school district. And um In the year and a half leading up to me becoming deputy director of community development, I did a project focused on the south side of Bethlehem, looking at the affordable housing crisis through a fellowship that I was uh, lucky enough to have. And it gave me a really amazing opportunity to get to know all of the community partners and residents of South Bethlehem on a new level that really led me to feel more towards community development work. And as I was trying to sort through what my next career steps were, um, Mayor Reynolds came and approached me and 
offered me this position and it was kind of bringing everything together that I had been feeling called to do. Um, so the Southside Community Center Feasibility Study Project is a really special one for me personally because I feel like um, Southside was so, community was so integral in my own personal career path to the work that I'm doing today. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for, for accepting our invitation to Charla Comunitaria. Talk more about this project that the city has engaged in? So we know that since the um, Boys and Girls Club closed its location on the south side, there has been a bit of a void for youth recreation in the neighborhood. And we've had a lot of amazing community organizations and partners um, come together, like Community Action Development. Uh, Bethlehem, through its South Side Tomorrow program, has funded Andy Poe's um, skateboarding uh, club and classes in south side schools and has um, funded Roya and Malta Ortiz's efforts over at Linfield Community Center. So we've had a lot of great partners stepping in to fill the void, but we know that there has still been a lack of access to a lot of recreational opportunities for our Southside youth. Um, and hearing about that many times, both um, as a city councilman and then over the course of his campaign for mayor, Mayor Reynolds promised that one of the first projects that we were going to tackle is to explore the feasibility and need for a community center in South Bethlehem. Um, and and what that could look like. Is that one solid facility? Is it a multi-site solution? What are the existing programs and operators doing amazing work in the community? And how can we lift them up and bring things into a cohesive effort that is leveraging all of our available resources to best meet the needs of the community? So one of the most important parts of this project really kind of throughout and the way we have set up the process is having community engagement at every step. We want to make sure that we're not duplicating efforts. We know that all of these organizations are already dealing with limited um, budgets and funding, and we're not in any way, you know, trying to uh, take funding away from any organizations out there. We want to work collectively um, in a way that best meets the needs of the community. And we can't come in and tell the community what they need. We need to listen to them and hear from residents and uh, nonprofits and service providers and our institutional um, partners like um, what is the need out there? Where could the city be helpful and supportive? And what sort of coalition could we build to bring a new type of community center into South Bethlehem? And we also are trying to be flexible so that what a community center looks like today in 2024 may be very different from what a community center would look like six years from now. So how can we do this in an intentional, thoughtful way that whatever sort of solution, if there it does end up being a physical space, is a flexible um, space that can evolve as technology and our community needs evolve? Donna Tagger. She's been around and she has touched South Bethlehem in many ways. Donna, how are you involved in this project? And tell us, before you, you go into answering that question, tell us a little bit about Donna Tagger so people will know. Thank you, Elia, and thank you for having me this morning. I am thrilled to be here. I'm Donna Taggart. My, I have a small consulting firm called Taggart Associates, but I am a lifelong resident of Bethlehem. I grew up, started in Marvine, and then we moved to the west side of Bethlehem where I spent the rest of my childhood 
moved to Hanover Township for a little bit, but 15 years ago decided, and, and my, my professional background's economic development. So I actually sat in Sarah's seat uh, probably 20 years ago, um, but I've always had a passion for the redevelopment of Bethlehem. And like Sarah, I enjoyed community development a lot more uh, because it involves people and neighborhoods and, you know, all the things that are kind of important to me. So um, we sold our house in Hanover Township. Kids were grown and built a home in South Bethlehem. And I kind of wanted to put my money where my mouth was and be part of everything that is going on over there. And I'm not the least bit disappointed that we did that. It's just been great to be part of everything that's going on. The consulting that I've done the last 15 years or so has been more in community engagement and community involvement. So um, when I was asked to be part of this team to look at the feasibility study, I was thrilled to do that because it is my community. And having this and looking into what the needs are of the community is really important to me. I know that in order to get the ear out there in the community and be able to understand what is it that really the community is looking for, we have to do certain things. Sarah, how we start this whole process, this whole conversation, and I know that I was reading your press release and it's talking about a community anthem, a song, and, and the voices that we want to hear is not our own voices, but it's the voices of the community telling us, okay, we need this. How, how we start all this? And then, Donna, you could jump in and, and tell us, you know, what is also your role in. Go, go ahead. So uh, part of our consulting team that is helping us conduct the feasibility study is a firm um, called Mass Design Group. And they are world-famous architects who work all over um, the nation and the uh, world. Um, they do a lot of work in Africa. And they have kind of pioneered a very interesting form of community engagement through um, film storytelling. So... Kicking off the feasibility study process, we are doing what we're calling uh, building a community anthem, your voice, our song. And we are asking residents and, you know, Bethlehem enthusiasts and people who think that they would use this center to um, create short one minute videos. You can just shoot them on your phone and then upload them to tribute.com. And then all of these individual anthems are going to be woven together into a short film telling the community anthem of South Bethlehem and the South Bethlehem Community Center planning process. And, you know, we've seen some examples of one that they did for a library planning process in an African-American neighborhood in New York City that was so unbelievably moving. And I'm really excited to see our own local community version of this anthem. Donna, your involvement in this project. Tell me a bit about it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna kind of capitalize on what Sarah said. So the team came to me to ask me to be part. The city put out a request for proposal, and I was approached by this architectural firm in uh, Philadelphia, actually, to be part of the team. And when I heard about this filming part, I was intrigued by that because, like I said before, I've been doing community engagement for a long time, and I felt like it was a unique approach. And I wanted to, you know, hear more about that and learn more. 
about that. But in addition to that, we also felt like some of the more traditional methods of community engagement were needed. So we've been running a couple focus groups with some of the providers that, you know, are here and doing this work in the community to kind of gain their insight on that. Some of the educators, school, after school coordinators, the counselors, just to kind of get their input on it. So we'll be running a couple of focus groups over the next couple weeks. And then that will culminate in a town hall meeting on March 13th at uh, the Fowler Center of the Northampton Community College, where the consulting team will talk to the community about what they've learned so far and give the community at large an opportunity to give their feedback and, uh, you know, on both programming, what is, you know, what is missing, what is needed, uh, what's working, as well as, you know, like we said before, is this a location? You know, where would that be? Southside's very broad. And I think that's in part what we're hearing so far. You know, it's very difficult to serve all of Southside, you know, it, it, yeah. Están escuchando Charla Comunitaria. Estaremos pronto con ustedes. Gracias. Do you have vinyl albums, 45s, or CDs on your shelves that are taking up space and gathering dust? Why not donate them for a good cause? WDIY will receive profits from the donation, and you can claim a tax deduction. For more information, or to arrange for a drop-off or pickup, call 610-694-8100, extension 3, or visit WDIY.org. WDIY offers many choices and real voices. This is Marcy Lightwood. Local news, weather, and traffic is provided by the WDIY News Team during Morning Edition and All Things Considered, Monday through Friday. We also bring you news and entertainment Saturday and Sunday with Weekend Edition. WDIY is the Lehigh Valley's local source for NPR news, public affairs, and diverse music at 88.1 FM and streaming on WDIY.org. You're listening to Charla Comunitaria. Welcome back. We're talking with Sarah Satulo from the city of Bethlehem, and we're also talking to Donna Tagger from Tagger Associates, who are working very hard to get the voices of the community involved in our project for a Southside Community Center. Estamos aquí con Sarah Satulo y estamos también con Donna Tagger. Ellos son las personas que están tratando de hacer realidad que las voces se unan, las voces del sur de Bethlehem se unan para construir el tan anhelado eh, community center para el sur de Bethlehem. Hablamos con Sarah y ella nos estaba diciendo lo que está sucediendo, lo que la ciudad ha eh, empleado eh, a una agencia para que venga y entonces tenga y colecte las voces del de sur de Bethlehem para poder construir un community center que sea para todos. También tenemos a Donna Tagger, que ella también está aquí con nosotros y ella es la persona que está tratando de colectar todas esas voces a través de eh, reuniones con la comunidad, con las agencias que dan servicios a los jóvenes. Le voy a preguntar ahora a Donna que, cuál ha sido... Eh, el resultado de estas conversaciones con las agencias principales de la comunidad. Then I'm going to talk to you about or ask you 
about what has been the feedback when you have brought the questions. I think there's uh, two key questions that we're asking the community and that what do you like most about the city of Bethlehem? That's one question. And the other question is, what would you like to see in Bethlehem's community center? How's the feedback on these questions and on overall the meetings that you have had with the community? So the folks we talked to, like I said before, they were the, they're kind of the existing operators of programs now in Bethlehem. And one of the key things is the need to keep youth busy and active so they don't get into trouble and have a place that's theirs to just kind of hang out, particularly the colder months, like some kind of a recreational basketball court or something that could be used to kick a soccer ball around, just, you know, something that's theirs. Some of the challenges are the kind of expanse of the South Side and where kids are located and, you know, their ability to get to these places. Um, so transportation came up a lot. Uh, these operators, some of them, you know, the kids, they walk as far as they can, but it, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of walking. So transportation was a big issue. And there are great programs already happening. And all of them are stretched and, you know, so support and coordination, um, the programs that are already being offered in the South Side. So that's some of the feedback that we've been getting so far. Okay, so they would like to have services at their end, but at the same time, they would like to have to see if there will be additional resources or they could collaborate with other agencies or, or recreational facilities so they'd be able to kind of join efforts to provide most needed services and some services that are not there to the youth here in the South Side Bethany. Is that true, uh, what we're saying, Sarah, or do you want to add anything? Um, I think one of the things that we've seen a great success of in the South Side community is the establishment of uh, the Bethlehem Area School District's community schools model that has really helped to turn schools into hubs for the community already and places where the families have a lot of trust in the staff working at the school. They entrust their children to them every day, and they um, connect them with services and programs and recreation for the kids. And um, we were kind of very cognizant of that we had such a strong existing model when launching on this study. I mean, even kind of explain the community schools model in the RFP to the firms that like we would want to be building upon that strong network that already exists. And like if there is one physical physical uh, community center that results out of this process that it would need to be that sort of community schools model where an organization like if the Boys and Girls Club wanted to use space there, if the city's um, health bureau wanted to operate an office and clinics out of there, if the library wanted to have like a mobile book borrowing occurring there, that it would be a space that was open to all of these organizations. And I, and I think that's one of the things that we're lucky that all of these providers already are collaborating and have been really working to increase that collaboration post-pandemic, just when they're seeing so much need among the youth. So it's really going to be trying to build upon those existing efforts and try to um, complement them and augment them. So what we're asking from the community, Donna, is what? What does the community have to do so we are successful in our intentions of bringing those services to our community? What does they have to do? Do Give they us have your to do? voice. 
right? Like, tell us what it is that you are dreaming of, visioning for um, South Bethlehem as far as a community center, which to me means more than just recreation. I think recreation's a part of it, but in our discussions, we've been asking what other services, classes, you know, what what is missing? And like we were saying before, a lot of it's there. It's access to it. And um, for some folks, it's how can they afford it? You know, like there's a lot there, but at a cost that a lot of our families can't sustain. And and that is one of the challenges we put out to um, the consultant team is that we do not want income or like the cost of a service to be a barrier for any family if we were to open a community center. So how do you design a business model that, you know, can offer discounted or free and reduced access to families who most need the services but can't afford the cost of an $800 a year membership? But how do you make that financially solvent? So those are kind of all of the questions that we're trying um, to get through. And And we really want to hear like what, as Donna said, what are your needs and then like practical things like is there a part of the south side that if there was a community center or facility there there's no you know you and your family would never utilize it because it's not a, an area that you feel welcome or it's too far like what were, were those barriers that prevent you from accessing services now and like that information will help us puzzle through how we a solution could try to overcome them and we're not just talking about youth services right we're talking about seniors. We're talking about dis- people with disabilities. We're talking about uh, a community center that will serve with not only educational services, but with health services. Like, could or, we do vaccine clinics or access to food and nutrition classes or financial literacy classes? You know, really, it, the sky's the limit. It's what the community tells us that they want it to be. This is a one-time so important time that we have to express ourselves. Uh, señoras y señores, ustedes quieren un centro comunitario que sirva a la comunidad, que sirva a todo Bethlehem, sin, sin importar su, su fe, sin importar de dónde usted viene, sino que usted tenga unos servicios que sus hijos puedan aprender, que si usted tiene necesidad de ir a un centro de salud, que, que esté ahí, y si usted tiene que llenar una forma... We, I, I heard people that having so much problems even to fill out a, a form that this will serve that if they sometimes they're fearful of filling out a form because they think they're going to do it wrong. This will be a place where you could go and there's somebody's going to be there and it's not going to cost you anything. You're going to be there and you have. But you have to use your voice. If you don't use your voice, si no usa su, su voz, ¿cómo usted va a tener estos servicios? Ahora es la oportunidad. Now is the time. And Sarah and Donna are going to tell us how. Y Sarah y Donna nos van a decir cómo ustedes pueden usar su voz. How they could use their voice. What do they have to do? Where they have to go? Please tell us. So the film, the tribute, you can fill it out on your phone. There's a QR code that takes you to a platform. But we have placed some kiosks around different locations in the city. Right now, they're at uh, both the libraries, the both the south side and the north side branches of the libraries, as well as the Fowler Center of Northampton Community College. And you can go in there and just um, film your video tribute 
that way. We would also encourage everyone to come to the town hall meeting on March 13th at 6 o'clock in room 605 of the Northampton Community College Fowler Center. Sarah, any email, any information that the community needs uh, to get here? I mean, I think Donna, you know, summed it up perfectly. And I mean, I'm always available if anybody has any questions or wants to provide uh, any sort of feedback if those avenues don't work for them, because we truly want to hear from the community. And I, you know, and I think folks um, will see that we're, we're going to be doing ongoing outreach throughout this process at different milestones and making public updates. We just don't have any dates to share on, you know, kind of our next step. So the March 13th Community Caucus is the perfect time to come out and get engaged in the process, learn about what's going on, start lending your voice, and um, you know, then you can kind of sign up to get ongoing updates uh, at that event. Ustedes están escuchando que en marzo 13, 2024, de 6 a 8, en el Fowler Family Southside Center, localizado en el 511 East Third Street, va a haber, oh, they're going to be child care too, right? So at, at March 13, 2024, 6 to 8 p.m. at Fowler Family Southside Center, located at 511 East Third Street, Bethlehem. And we were going to have child care. Uh, and, and we're going to have Spanish translators as well. So if you have any questions. Vamos a tener personas que hablan español. Yo voy a estar allí. Así que, por favor. Coge esta oportunidad para hacer que su voz cuente. Va a haber eh, el tribute que usted puede hacer. Eh, va a estar en, la, en el Southside Library. Va a estar en la librería del, del sur de Bethlehem. Y va a estar también en uh, the library in near City Hall, right? También va a estar en donde está cercano a la alcaldía. Va a estar ahí también. Usted puede, mira, se hace un video pequeño, usted lo hace, va a haber un, un, una computadora ahí, usted lo hace y lo hace divertido y le dice al Bethlehem qué es lo que usted quiere. También contesta estas dos preguntas, qué es lo que usted le agrada más de Bethlehem, qué es lo que más le gusta de Bethlehem y qué es lo que usted quiere ver en ese centro comunitario, qué es lo que usted necesita, cuáles son los servicios que no están prestando aquí en Bethlehem, déjenos saber. Now, we are going to, in this last part of our episode, what is it that you really want to emphasize about this? I just wanted the importance of really speaking up and having your voice heard right now. There is no right or wrong answer. We just truly want to hear what your needs are, what your thoughts are. We want to learn from organizations that have been doing this work for a long time about what's worked, what hasn't, what are the challenges and barriers that they face. And also just want to hear from residents what are the things missing right now that they need to live fuller lives to make them happier in the city. Um, and we want to take all of that diverse input into creating like a really well-rounded and thoughtful planning process that takes all of that into account. Donna? Yeah, I think Sarah said before, the community engagement part of this project is key. And we're taking it really seriously and trying to get to as many voices as we can. We explain the process. You're going to see us at events and things where we can, people are, and we can gather input on the center. So again, just encouraging people to uh, to share their thoughts. Gente, usted tiene la oportunidad de hacer algo grandioso en Bethlehem. Tome esta oportunidad, mira, váyase a la biblioteca, haga su video. Este, también hay otras hay unos formularios en inglés y en español que ustedes lo pueden llenar. 
Así que si tienen este, preguntas, Sarah Satulo en, en la ciudad de Bethlehem y Donna Tagger en Tagger's Associates. Pueden, y, y también pueden ir al, you could go to the city website, right? Okay, tell me about the website. Uh, if you go to the uh, homepage, which is Bethlehem-PA.gov, right on our homepage, um, the news release with all of the information, um, it's right kind of on the front of the homepage, and it'll take you links um, and everywhere you need to go to submit your own video to RSVP for the March 13th event. Um, and we even have some great sample videos uh, with uh, City Council uh, Vice President Rachel Leone, who's a Southsider herself, and Mayor Reynolds kind of modeling uh, what we're hoping people share in the videos. Si va a la website de la alcaldía de Bethlehem, ahí va a estar el alcalde hablándole también, y va a estar también este, la councilwoman eh, de Le León, y ustedes van a poder entonces hacer su propio video ahí, van a tener toda la información. Por favor, vaya al website de la ciudad de Bethlehem para esta información. Muchas gracias por, Sara, un millón de gracias por estar aquí. Donna, un millón de gracias por estar aquí. Thank you so much, uh, ladies, for taking this time. I know you have a busy schedule for having a community getting all this information out there and for them to be able to express and to have their voice heard. You're listening to Charla Comunitaria. Thank you for listening.